and I'm not saying that every family's that way, but it's okay for, for kids to be bored. You're not a bad parent if your kids have nothing to do. And sometimes for my kids, I see this all the time uh, because we let them have lots of downtime. Right. Uh, and they get so creative. Sure. In what yeah. They, in what they make. Jace is making inventions. Jovi's writing books and devotionals, uh, you know, because she wants to be like her mom. Uh, you can buy God is in nature on Amazon. Um, <laughs> we don't have we don't get yeah. that, yeah, Well, so so this but this is interesting because like um, so when my kids were the ages of your kids, mm -hmm. like I remember those same sorts of things. But now my kids are 15 and 13 sure. and now and a couple of them have phones and there's mm -hmm. video games and like so uh, the idea of being bored with nothing to do uh, takes a little bit more work yes. uh, because that like there are things to fill that time. Sure. Right. And um, I think, I don't know. I think I wonder if a lot of parents like know that like hear the data about social media and they hear all of the stuff, but they com feel completely lost in like how to actually go about tackling sure. that. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what the answer is for that, but well, and I, yeah, I don't know. I think I know for us, we try to give pretty uh, like we have days where there's like good boundaries and mm -hmm. the kids are bored with like, OK, so in the last couple of days, one of my kids was like it was like. We, you know, we made a list, the to-do list, like you have to do these things today. Right. And, right. and they were like, oh, I think I'm going to go clean my room now. And I was like, all right, sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? And, uh, but it's stuff like that where it's, you know, like, well, yeah, there's nothing to do. And I just said no to like, no, you can't watch a movie and no, you can't like play the video games. And so sure. it was like, eh, okay, I'll read a book or go yeah. clean my room or whatever. But yeah, I make that, I made a joke the last time I was on uh, in the main service, just that, you know, my kids call me Dr. No, because yeah. I do, I do give them. And I think that sometimes saying no, because kids get yes so much is, is actually a gift sometimes. Sure. You know, when you say, no, you can't play on the iPad or no, you can't uh, use my phone and watch this yeah, YouTube yeah. video or you can't, or you can't watch a movie. Right. It, you are, in essence, giving them back a, a, uh, an opportunity for for creativity. And sometimes you have to prime that. Like you can give them a few ideas. You know, I bought my kids, especially for younger kids, just a, 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 a little box of sidewalk chalk. Yeah. And and the back patio and just right, let yeah. them go crazy, go. Uh, you know, or just priming that pump by by taking a walk together. Uh, finding or being just being intentional to say, okay, well, if you can't do these things, but here are maybe two or three or four other things. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, as so this, like, we don't need to go down the rabbit hole of like parenting time management. Right. All, we do a billion podcasts on that. But, but in terms of like spiritual life and how to bring that into your home, mm -hmm. I think for us, like one of the things that we did at the uh, during COVID, mm -hmm. like during the lockdowns and all that sort of stuff was we started a Bible reading plan as a family. Mm -hmm. And like the ambition was, you know, okay, we're stuck at home. We're going to do this every day. And yeah. like, well now it's like, okay, tw two, three times a week, we did this like half hour of we're sitting down, we read three or four chapters of a Bible and we have a talk about it, you know, like 
awesome. Yeah. You know, that's a win that yeah. we, we were able to do that. And so I like with teenagers, I, and the schedules that come with that, I would say like, I very much view that as a success if we can just be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether or not that's a daily but i would say the thing that is also still consistent is that in in the same way as when my kids were four or five and asking questions we still try make an effort to make sure that like the answer that i give them is not a flippant one-off answer I mean, yeah, sometimes like they're going to get like, no, because I'm your dad, you know, like they're going to get that sort of stuff sometimes. But Wait a second, you use that, that term? yes, yeah. wow, I got good. it from my dad. I tell you right? what, my dad, but the, but like we try to give explanations for things. So, and, and explanations that are based in scripture mm-hmm. and based on our faith. And, and then that has to be coupled with the part where we actually do those things too. Mm-hmm. Right. And like you were saying, apologizing, like I shouldn't have talked to you that way. And like, sure. that was, I need forgiveness and you know, th- those sorts of things. So, um, I think it, if I were going to say like, a, like a one takeaway thing, it would be what you were saying earlier. Like I need, as the parent, I need to make sure I'm investing in my own spiritual life and then letting that sort of bleed out into my kids sure. in the same way. I, I used to compare it to like the, it's the same way that like, I know you're a huge sports fan. Oh right? man. <laughs> so big. Go but, my favorite sports team, but Score like the goal unit, but like Basket. kids, you know, like I like to think of it like kids that get raised. Like, so if you're just listening, I'm wearing a Yankees hat. So like there's a, the Yankees Red Sox, right. But kids get raised in like Yankee houses. Mm-hmm. Like they grow up Yankees fans. Right. Yeah. And like, there's this sort of, uh, indoctrination process that sure. happens uh, that because mom and dad are passionate about this thing, then the kids grow up being passionate about that thing. Sure. Right. And, and I think a lot of times maybe, I think maybe parents are not, don't allow themselves or don't, uh, hold themselves accountable enough. I know I have at different times been more successful, but to making sure that I'm passionate about my faith. And so that then that is the thing that bleeds over into my kids' lives. That's a really good point. And I see that because you're right. Uh, take Take those verses out of Deuteronomy and where he says to talk about God's word and to you know talk about it when you when you rise and when you sit when you right. lie down and when you put it on the on the doorpost of your house and your gates what are you passionate about that your kids are learning from you cuz you're in doctor they're 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 i mean they're learning from they're you they're learning yeah, something all the time and yeah. and so the things that you are passionate about that is what they're learning yeah uh, if you're passionate about um, about sports or you're passionate about um, budgeting or, you know, I sure, mean, yeah, honestly, totally. it's or, or art or whatever it might be. Or if you're passionate about being lazy. Yes. Right. I, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Um, or whatever it might be a lot. That's what you're talking about when right. you sit down, when you rise up. When you, so maybe that's just a, a good point for me, I think, is, is as a parent, self-reflecting on what am I passionate about? Yeah. And if it's not my relationship with God, why not? Yeah, yeah. And maybe I need to do a course correct. Maybe I need to spend some time asking God to, uh, just like David said, to um, renew a right spirit within me. Right. And and re, 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 uh, that renew that joy of my salvation, my relationship with Jesus. Yeah. 
Okay, so then my last question in this, and uh, who cares where we're at on time? I don't, I don't, know I don't care. Yeah. Man, the I, table just sorry. almost broke on don't us. Don't worry about what? it. Um, the, uh, so my other, my, uh, I was thinking about this earlier today, and I was thinking about like, okay, so uh, you and I are both pastor's kids mm. who were raised by professional Christians. Yeah. Right? And then we're both pastors who, and so like, so my question is, to what degree do you think you and I have a skewed per- perspective in in this that or or maybe uh, I was thinking about, like, how is my perspective maybe uh, not it's influenced by the fact that, like, I grew up like living at the church. Mm-hmm. Right. And my parents, my dad. Well, yeah, my dad was a pastor. He was studying his Bible constantly. I would go home from school. I didn't go home from school. I rode the bus and I went to the church office and sat in the office under the desk while my dad was yeah. reading commentaries. You know, it's like, so there's stuff like that that are part of my childhood that that influence me, right, in a way that's different from, like, your average person who goes to church, right? So um, I don't know. I. I don't know what if that's a significant thing well, or not, but in this conversation, just I feel like I don't know. There's maybe there's value in acknowledging like you and I have uh, we're pastors, so like this is a good conversation for us to have, and we're sure. giving advice, and that's a person, you know, the whole point of doing the podcast to have this discussion. But at the same time, we both were raised by pastors, and we are both pastors, you know, and so to what degree? Yeah, I, I, I think I, you see I think I mean. see where you're going with that question. And, you know, can we expect people who have not grown up in ministry with parents in ministry and who are currently in it? Can we expect them to have that same passion of, that we do? Are we kind of skewed Maybe. because it's yeah. in our face all the time? You know, we work in a church and that kind of thing. And and honestly, I don't I don't think that it boils down to how many church events you go to or um, how many how many days a week you're in a church building, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it boils down to is your relationship with Jesus and you passing that down to your kids. Yes. uh, How many people There used to be be a statistic that, uh, and I was telling somebody this earlier today, that like there was a, I don't even remember what it was, but it used to be like a significant majority Mm -hmm. of professional ministers don't read their Bibles away from work. Sure. Right. And so, so, right. So I think I, I think my goal in sort of voicing that question was to sort of like, I think sometimes maybe I even allow myself to fall into, well, like, yeah, I'm a pastor and I care about this. And, but like it, even for pastors, it's hard work (laughs) to stay connected to our faith and to talk to our kids about these things. Right. And there are thousands of stories of, pastor's kids who are not, who, who walk away from the faith, um, because their parents, their pastor dad Mm -hmm. didn't live out, right? Like he was a pastor for work, but he, but it wasn't a part of daily life and it wasn't part of the home life and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I, and you know, kind of getting back to what I was saying, I think that it boils down to a parent's relationship with God and how they express that, uh, to their kids and, and in their everyday life. You know, we, I think parents and grandparents, I mean, this, this goes for grandparents too, who I feel have an enormous amount of biblical wisdom and, and a job in discipling their grandkids 
as much as mom and dad do with their kids. But yeah. um, the fact that they, you know, they, they may be passionate about making sure their kids and grandkids are taken care of when they, when they die financially, you know, they, they don't want their, right. they don't want their family to suffer financially. They right. don't want them to suffer emotionally. What they, but have you asked yourself the question, do you want your family to suffer spiritually? Right. Uh, because you can spend your whole life uh, following God's word, uh, but if you don't instill that into your kids, then the, and you don't teach that, and you don't allow that to just permeate the the essence of your home and, and, and the things that you do, then the chances that your kids will walk away from that are incredibly bigger. They go up. Right. And yeah. if, we, if we're honest, do any of us really want that? Do we want our kids to just walk away from a relationship with God because we we kind of slacked off we just we didn't we didn't do what we knew we had to do uh with uh, and talking about god's yeah. word and, and instilling that into them yeah so it's god so the big, god's word the makes big a lot takeaway of be the best way to engage your kids in their faith in the sure. summertime is for you to engage in your faith absolutely in the summertime yeah, <laughs> and, absolutely. and then let that be a Don't thing that a you share with them god. yeah Okay. Well, I think that's, I think that we can, we beat the dead horse enough on that one. I think, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I think that's it. We're going to sign off. Okay. Uh, You did the, you did the intro. You can do the outro. Okay. All right. Grace and peace be with you. Thanks for joining (laughs) us today.